Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Proverbs chapter 22 and verse 1. When you have it, say praise the Lord. When you see it on the screen, say amen. All right. A good name. Everybody say a good name is rather to be chosen than great riches. In other words, it's through choices that we make. Amen. We can pursue wealth, prosperity, but it says it's better and more valuable to choose, to have a good name. And loving favor that is from the Lord rather than silver and gold. Lord, help us tonight as we go through your word. God, just let our souls be fed the good word of God. Help us to be encouraged, inspired, O oh God, and even challenged, God. Lord, for it is all of our desire to grow closer to you, Lord. God, that we can pursue your will in our lives. God, what matters above all is to please God. Lord, we're on that journey, and we're wanting to make it to heaven, God. We're determined, Lord. Oh, God, but I pray you bless your people. Help me tonight to deliver your word, and I pray for the anointing to do so in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. It's good to have Brother uh, Sister Schaefer's sister and brother-in-law with us tonight. Amen. So good to have him in service. Amen. So tonight's lesson is called The Value of a Good Name. Amen. It's nothing wrong with uh, pursuing uh, wealth. Nothing wrong with pursuing a good financial life, stable life. It's nothing wrong with pursuing uh, success, achieving great uh, goals in life. God put that in us to pursue these things, but what matters is, is what place it has in our life. Amen. Where is it where is it line up? Is is it number 1? Is that where we put our energy, our efforts and our attention? Well, the Bible says where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So what have we made our treasure? And what is most important to us? It's one thing to say it, but the proof is in how we live it. There's a lot of things we can say because we know it's the right thing to say. We know that's what we ought to do. But how many of you struggle to actually live that out all the time? We all have. And so that's something that we don't just, we can make that decision one time, but then we've got to recommit to it on a regular basis or it'll fade and we get lost and we'll lose grip of it. So it's kind of like every day, you know, you got the Holy Ghost. But every day we got to decide to put on the new man or not because we are we're creatures of choice, free will. And if we can get the Holy Ghost, but if we choose not to put on the new man and we want to put on the old man, then that's our choice. And so God's wanting us to understand the value of a good name, and there's a lot to that that we're going to talk about tonight. But there are some very unusual names in the world. In fact, um, let's look at some of those. Anita Bath. 
Dusty Rhodes, he was a wrestler. Just in case. Pearl E. Gates. These are real names. Real names. Rick O'Shea. Bob Barb Wire. The D is silent. Earl E. Bird. Early Bird. Mike Raffone. Pete Moss, Rusty Carr, Dandy Lions. I leaned over. <laughs> Ophelia Payne. R.M. Pitt. R.M. Pitt. And then there's Shanda Lear. Now, I don't know who named these folks, but they either done some good thinking or just wasn't thinking at all. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. I, I, there's a name that has stuck with me through all for years and years. I was doing a vinyl siding job, and so it must have been probably in about 1988, 89. Well, before I got in church, so it was probably 87, 88. And uh, I'm not making fun of this lady's name, but I just never heard one like it. In fact, when she told me her name, I, I said, well, what is your legal name? Because she was financing her vinyl siding job. She said, that is my legal name. I said, okay. And her name was Pop Fiener Wooten. Pop Fiener Wooten. And so there are some names you just never forget. So if your middle name is Pop Fiener, forgive me. I'm not making fun of it. <laughs> but you just never know in some names people, and, of course, there's the boy name. Sue. But names are important. The phrase, a good name, has been an expression in many languages and in many centuries of describing a person's reputation. It's not what their name is. It's that their name represents who they are. And the Bible says that even a child, is known by his doings, by our ways, whether it be good or whether it be bad. So the life that we live is who we are. Our name is who we are. And they automatically merge together, and you become known not by your name, but you become known by who you are. Amen. Somebody say praise the Lord. In the... Another version of the scripture says, choose a good reputation over great riches for being held in high esteem is better than having silver or gold. I've known some very poor people in my lifetime. Grew up poor, very poor. But I've known people that just really didn't have much at all financially or materially, but they had one of the greatest names in the community. Because they had the goods. They had something that money can't buy. Amen. They had something that, that was worth more than all the money in the world. And that was they had a good name. That when their name was spoken, that that person's reputation preceded them. You know, bad news travels much faster than good news. 
And so a bad reputation gets known more than a good reputation or gets a, gets viewed at a lot more. Amen. Sorry, I just blow that up to about a 50 font, I think. But we got her back down to 24. Amen. Uh, the old saying is, well, they're making a good name for themselves. And it's not trying to make a name for, for fame or anything. That's referencing to a young man or a young lady starting out, paying their bills, having a good, uh, you know, good manners and good respect and having good principles in their life and they're honest and they're upstanding and whatever. Then you would say, you know, they're making a good name for themselves. They're doing the right things. Now, you may look at someone else and say, man, they're getting rich so young. But they may not have a good name. Come on. But but names automatically uh, stick with us by our reputation. Let's look at some other names that prove a reputation. When I call these names, you're going to automatically know who they are, and you're going to think of them because of their reputation. Lucifer. You didn't have to stop and think about that, did you? What about Jezebel? No, Judas. I mean, nobody goes around naming their their daughter Jezebel. Nobody goes around naming their son Judas. All right? But then you think about Abraham. What's the first thing you think of when you faith? A man of great faith that staggered not at the promises of God. It wasn't that his name, his name was Abram, then it was changed to Abraham, the father of many nations, but he was known as a man of great faith because of what he lived out. And then we could go, what about Moses? Moses, what do you think of a deliverer, a leader, a man that, that led God's people in hard times, in times that they didn't want to follow him. He led them anyway. But what about the name Adolf Hitler? Or in our era of time, and of course everybody, I don't care how young you are, you've heard most likely of Adolf Hitler and the horrific times that with the Jewish people, the Holocaust. But then what about Saddam Hussein? These are names, their reputation lives on. Many years after they're gone, I mean, Adolf Hitler's been dead for many years. But he's still the first thing you think of is that horrificness that he initiated and carried out. What does that say to you and I? We will one day close our eyes to death, breathe our last breath. Someone will preach our funeral. We'll be laid to rest and we'll be no more. But our reputation or our name will live on. When that name is mentioned, it's going to relate to. What about the name Charles Manson? Most of you remember that name. Well, let's go a little further, and I'm going to just continue on here in a minute, and I'll get to the lesson. Elvis Presley. Now, if you live in Tupelo and you've never heard of Elvis Presley, you've been living under a rock. Or what about the name Ronald Reagan? We automatically think of a man who loved America. Amen. Billy Graham. Mother Teresa. 
Now let me get more to where you live. What, what about if you hear the name, this is for those who have been here a while, the name R.P. Klepper, a man that had a brilliant mind and a brilliant memory, a man in that just great integrity. What about the name, and I, I don't mean any disrespect by not adding reverend or brother, but what about the name Cecil Greenway? Automatically a great teacher, a great pastor, a great man of God. David Tipton. What about Sammy Sherrill? Automatically, you go to thinking one of the greatest evangelists of all time. Somebody that's close to us and dear to us. And so we cannot get separated from what our name is once we get a reputation or get identified as that. Look in the scripture and we will find that when often on several occasions when somebody changed their character, God changed their name. He changed it from Abram to Abraham, from Sari to Sarah, from Jacob to Israel, from Saul to Paul, from Simon to Peter. And it was because their purpose, there was a transition in their life that their life now was going to carry out a different life. And they would have a different reputation. Paul had a different reputation than Saul, didn't he? Saul was a persecutor of the Christian. Hello, somebody. But Paul was a preacher and a church planner and a missionary. And so that reputation changed. And so does ours. We can have a reputation of my old past and then get the Holy Ghost, whatever your reputation was before the Lord. Then when you got the Holy Ghost, then that reputation changed. It changed. Well, we can have a great reputation. And one act can mess it up. One, we've got to keep living it. We've got to keep guarding it, keep protecting it. Amen. There was a, one of the most famous football coaches of all time. His name was Joe Paterno. He coached Penn State Nittany Lions. I don't know what a Nittany Lion is, but that's what Penn State was. Yeah. And he, I think he coached there over 30 years, and he was called Papa Joe. He, they, they put a statue of him on the campground, on the campus. I think they may have named, I'm not for sure, the football field after him. But he was just one of the most popular coaches. And, you know, he was just an ordinary Joe. But he was a great coach. But then there was a sex scandal broke loose in the college. And one of the coaches were involved and it was told that he was aware of it and did not do anything about it. And it totally ruined him and he died a year later. They removed his statue. They took his name down off the building. They removed him from the record books, per se. And it wiped him out. Because our character, our reputation is more valuable than all the money in the world. Oh, hallelujah. Clap your hands to the Lord God of heaven. 
So what is what builds our our reputation? Now, I know Bradley is an old Miss fan. He loves Ole Miss. He loves to hunt. He's a good worker. I'm picking on him now. He's a good financial manager. He can be tight, but that's good. But he's a good father. One thing my wife noticed about him just early on, she said, he's a real good dad. Because he spends, I mean, Oakley, I feel sorry for him sometimes. Oakley wears him out. Because Oakley thinks if it's daylight, you're outside riding go-karts, gators, golf, uh, whatever, four-wheelers, the whole nine yards, or, or hitting a baseball. I mean, it's no break. But he gained that reputation because of the way he lived his life. You gain your reputation. You know what? I'm thankful that we've got a good church with a good name in this community, with a good reputation. I've never heard, I've been here 23 years, I've never heard anybody ever speak ill of this church. Come on. I've never heard anybody speak ill of Brother Klepper, Brother Greenway. Now, they may have talked bad about me. I don't know. But I've just never heard it. And so I thank God that people that attend here, that we can be witnesses to one another. We can be encouragers, that there's people with good names here. Oh, hallelujah. I'm sure you didn't always have a good name. Or some of you didn't. You might have been, you know, perfect all your life. So how do we build a good reputation or a good name? Well, by our character, by the way we live our lives, our principles, by our integrity, our conduct, whether it be good or whether it be bad. Proverbs 20 and 11, I've alluded to it earlier. Even a child is known by his doings, whether his work be pure and whether it be right. How much more is our work, our life, our choices, our personalities, our nature, our principles, our morals? You know, we're living in a world today you don't even hardly hear morals being talked about in, the, in society. But yet we were given good morals. We were taught good manners matter. Oh, hallelujah. I still, I cringe when a child calls an adult by their first name or says, yeah, or huh. I know you're going to call me old school. And when you shake a man's hand, shake it like a man. I get all, whoo. When they shake my hand, they throw a little limp hand up in there. I just want to turn loose of it. I'm just telling you like it is. These things are taught to say yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am. To respect our elders. To show respect. I, I saw him picking on Bradley tonight, but it just came to my mind. Just I don't remember a few weeks ago, one of his children just you know, did so, didn't do anything real bad, but they weren't as respectful to an elder as they should. He called them out right on the spot. Folks, we have a commitment because we're raising children, 
and we want to help them have a good name. We want to show them and teach them how to have a good name, uh, how important a good name is, but how to do that, how to protect that. Amen. We got to protect our reputation. Oh, praise God. I've already told some of this, so I'll just slide on up. Uh, a great reputation will withstand false accusations, others' opinion, whether they just don't like you, that may want to speak evil. You know, for example, if somebody come up to me tomorrow and said, Brother Bill McGill, you just don't know him. He's a hypocrite. Why, he, I, he goes to the casinos and gets drunk and gambles. Now, y'all are laughing because that is the most obs, obscure, obs, I mean, far-fetched thing you ever heard in your life. Why, I would laugh in their face and tell them they don't, they, they've lost their mind because I know him. Hello? I know him. I know his morals, I know his values, I know his character, I know his faith, I know his godliness, I know his sincerity, because I've watched it lived out for 23 years. And so people may say things against you. They may attack your integrity, but don't allow that. You stand true to who you are, and you do what's right when nobody's looking. You do what's right when nobody else is around, and to protect our reputation. And it will, it will withstand the attacks of the enemy. Oh, hallelujah. So don't let nobody... Talk bad about somebody you know better than. Well, it's kind of like the on the flip side of that. There were funerals going on. I know you've heard this, and the guy that passed away was a mean old grouch and never did anything good to anybody, never had nothing good to say to nobody, just rude and drunk and wouldn't work, and he was just plumb soft. And the preacher preaching was just talking about how good of a man he was. All the good he'd done. And his brother-in-law got up and walked up and looked into the casket to see if he'd come to the wrong funeral. <laughs> you know when somebody's just talking, it ain't really who that person is. Why? Because we're known. You're known. Your reputation now, if I ask who's the most likely person to laugh in a service, who would you say? Proof in the pudding. <laughs> and that's a good thing. I love it. <laughs> I love it. That wasn't derogatory now. That was a compliment. But Because we, we know. And if anybody's going to be picked on, in the church by anybody or, get, or pick on somebody, who's it going to be? See? I'm, I'm going to stop while I'm ahead. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. But our reputation precedes us. We're known by who we are. We're known whether we're quiet or whether we're loud or we're boisterous, whether we're good stewards or not, or we have good manners, or we treat people right. You're known by who you are and how you live your lives, and that's a good thing. Because what it's really saying is, when we live for God, 
We want to take on his characteristics. We want to have his values, his principles. His, we're, none of us are good in ourselves. Oh, but when we call upon the Lord and we try to please him and you do your best to live according to his word, then there's going to build a reputation that's a godly person. That's a person that loves God. That's a person that tries their best to live right. You have reputations on the job. They know whether you're a Christian or not. You, you don't have to tell them. They're going to pick up on it real quick because you're going to walk different. You're going to talk different. You're going to act different. Amen. You're going to have different lifestyles. Well, praise the Lord. So what is our reputation when we're around family and friends? Our reputation of who we are in our business dealings, on the job, in the church, in the community, with our neighbors. You know what, Brother Dylan? It ought to be on an even plane. Because if it's who we are, that's the reputation we're going to have in business deals. That's the reputation you're going to have in the community. Come on. It's a reputation. Don't have one reputation at church and a different one on the job. 